You're listening to Dwelling, a Homeward Bound podcast focusing on homelessness and homelessness solutions in our region. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Before we begin, I would like to say a special thank you to our podcast sponsor, Home Trust Bank. Home Trust Bank, ready for what's next. In the U.S., housing has become confused with the creation of wealth. But what if housing is a human right? What if we didn't have to earn the luxury of a roof over our heads or a door that locks? This episode of Dwelling focuses on Donna's story. Donna experienced homelessness in Buncombe County for several years before arriving on the doorstep of AHOPE, Homeward Bound's day center for people experiencing homelessness. Donna's interview took place outdoors, so she's often hard to understand. There is background noise, wind, and the occasional car going by on the street. But because she was homeless for so long, and because her life has changed so significantly since she became housed, we wanted to tell her story anyway. You can't, you can't live on the street. You can't lay down in safety. You wear your back all the time or sleep against the wall. That was Donna explaining her experience of sleeping outdoors and having to sleep with her back against a wall to protect herself from the dangers of being alone on the street at night. Before Donna began experiencing homelessness, she had a successful business. She was well known in her community. And then she fell on hard times. A car accident. A common incident that changed everything. It could happen to any of us. But what is the difference between someone who experiences a trauma and eventually finds the momentum to keep going, and someone like Donna, who experiences a trauma and loses everything. I think the difference is, is like, Donna did have support, but it, it was minimal support. So, you know, it was the family that was here. Um, so she didn't have, like, extended family. That was Alana, Donna's caseworker. Alana worked with Donna since Donna first arrived on the steps of AHOPE. That was more than seven years ago. But even seven years ago, one of the most important factors that stand between an individual and homelessness remains the same. Donna had a scarcity of people in her life that she could lean on when she was struggling. She had a scarcity of community that could take her in when she needed help. Alana has worked as a caseworker for Homeward Bound for more than eight years. She understands the many complex factors that contribute to an individual's experience of homelessness. Finding friends or family to lean on when you've hit a rough patch isn't as simple as it may seem. If somebody is going into homelessness and their entire family lives in public housing, they can't go stay with them. Um, It puts their housing at risk. A lot of landlords are really weird about people moving in. Some landlords are like, as long as you don't cause a problem, I don't know what's going on. But some are like, no, who's this extra person that's been in the house? Donna's story highlights the fact that housing is health care. That losing access to a safe place to sleep is losing access to many of the other conditions that housed people have control over. Healthy food choices, time and a space to rest, and the ability to focus on wellness instead of having to prioritize survival. 
back then, all we did was drink and survive. Drinking was the only thing you knew. And when you're drinking, you don't care about finding out, about the help you can get. You get off the street and can clear your mind and think. You can't think when you're drinking. There, Donna said that the way to survive life on the streets is with alcohol. The longer a person is homeless, the more it takes a toll on their bodies, their minds, and their spirits. I think that what we realize at Homer Bound is that when people are on the streets, it's not easy. And so using alcohol or drugs is the perfect way to numb it. Um, Like Donna said, you've ever tried to sleep under a bush, it ain't no fun. So many times we've heard these stories just like Donna's of it was easier to drink and sleep under a bush. It was easier to drink and sleep behind a trash can. I remember my first year here, I don't know how many people slept in dumpsters. Dumpster drivers started checking dumpsters. Using drugs and alcohol to make it easier or more comfortable to sleep under a bush or in a dumpster is one thing. But homelessness also takes a toll on the emotional and spiritual health of an individual, leading to a vicious cycle that is hard to break. Very basically, you're a bother, so you're below everybody. And it's really belittling the people. It crushes their self-esteem. Um, I didn't even keep up with my meetings half the time. Couldn't even usually make it back there to a mating, because when you start drinking, you're out there, and then you can help yourself. And then there's fear. For individuals like Donna experiencing homelessness, it's sometimes better to find a place to sleep during the day so that they have the energy to stay awake all night when they're more likely to get robbed or assaulted. These dangers are a special concern for women. Sexual assault is a common occurrence for women experiencing homelessness. Also, Donna, when she first came into homelessness, was a time when there weren't a whole lot of resources in Asheville. She started experiencing homelessness when A Hope was in a church basement. And the homeless population was much smaller than what it is now. Um, So she found more safety um, hanging out with the guys than she would have secured in a shelter. Um, and And I think that's also a space to recognize. As Alana said, A Hope started out in the basement of a church. Now it's a three story building on North Ann Street that provides showers, beds for napping, lockers to store personal belongings, snacks, and a place for folks to have their mail and medication sent. A Hope serves nearly 200 people every day. And so you can't go to the shelter. You can't go. You know, there's so many people that are like, no way, you're intoxicated, get out of here. We don't, not a thing. Um, so for people like Donna, Ahoop was kind of the first place that was like, it's all right that you're intoxicated. We just want to get some coffee in you, some food in your belly, some safety for you. And, and that was a different story. For Ahoop, we didn't have enough. And then Ahoop came, gave everybody a safe place to take a shower and to get coffee at least in the morning, donuts, and get their medications, because otherwise the poor people wouldn't have had nothing. 
I mean, they wouldn't take their medicine. They wouldn't keep up with it. They were going to go home. And they keep up with it. And it's just awesome. A-Hope is not a shelter. It closes its doors at 2 or 3 p.m. in the afternoons. But it does provide many important services for people experiencing homelessness in Asheville. It does not require sobriety or proof that someone is seeking employment in order to offer help. At Homeward Bound, A-Hope is considered the front door to housing. It's the very first step in the journey from life on the street to life in a home. At A-Hope, Homeward Bound staff and caseworkers begin working with clients who come into the day center. They begin tracking the length of time they've been on the street, They begin keeping track of their specific physical and mental challenges, and they begin the process of finding the client a housing solution that is right for them. Home Brown believes in housing first because what we recognize is, is that when people are in survival mode, they're using coping skills that are going to help make the situation the easiest. What we know is giving people a home four walls and a roof that goes over it and a door that locks gives them safety and security and it gives them the ability to come out of that survivor mode. It gives them the ability to kind of decompress, to not have to use coping mechanisms all the time to just get by. A lot of people want to group homelessness into one giant pile. It's not the case. Each individual has their own story. They have their own experience. If you sit down with four different people who have experienced homelessness, you're going to find out that they had four different experiences. Even if those four people were together every day, they're going to have different stories. It's the same as you and I experiencing something. Our perspective is different. The way that we are raised is different. Um, so the way that we cope and we handle things is going to be a lot different. Homeward Bound has kind of like grown through steps and phases. We started housing people with Housing Authority, and then we moved into PSH. Let me pause here for a minute and say that PSH stands for Permanent Supportive Housing. Homeward Bound's Permanent Supportive Housing Program provides safe, stable homes through long-term rental assistance paired with long-term intensive case management services. This model seeks to provide a stable housing option and the necessary supportive services for individuals and families who would not succeed in other permanent housing settings. Permanent supportive housing is designed for people with disabilities, including severe mental health, physical health, HIV-AIDS, and or substance use disorders. All of Homeward Bound's permanent supportive housing programs use the Housing First model. Like Alana said, Housing First is a homeless assistance approach that prioritizes providing permanent housing to people experiencing homelessness. This approach is guided by the belief that people need basic necessities like food and a place to live before attending to anything less critical, such as getting a job, budgeting properly, or attending to substance use issues. So we have came to the conclusion that housing first is important because we understand that people are going to utilize their coping skills. We understand that they're going to go into survival mode. 
Um, research has proven um, that when you sustain a trauma, that you naturally go to a coping mechanism that helps you move forward. I, like we, when we all want to feel better and we eat chocolate, <laughs> it's like, oh, the happiness has been released in my brain and there's a space. So what Homer Brown knows is when you put stipulations on people, like you have to be sober, you have to have a job, you have to have your you know, education, or you got to be working on something. That's really putting a blanket statement for all people when each individual has their own experience. Giving Donna a house changed everything. Donna initially came into A-Hope after a bit of time. I mean, she was chronically homeless, so there were years. Um, then we started the looking for houses. We ended up finding her a placement. I think that was what was helpful for Donna. Um, she really changed her people, places, and things, but she had security, a place to sleep at night, a stove to cook the food she wants, and so it gave her a different space. The one you my house, you can lock the door. Security, just being able to be, it changes people. At least, it did me. Donna has been living in her home for seven years. Homeward Bound never told her she had to quit drinking. But because she had a stable place to live and the freedom to lock her door at night, she no longer had to worry for her own safety. Donna gave up alcohol on her own a few years ago. Now at a point where she's super independent and, you know, we come by and see her every so often, but she doesn't need us. She got the house. She knows how to call her landlord for repairs or reach out to the right people. She has a network of, of support besides just being on the streets because um, she's reconnected with her family and is really close with them. Um, and what we say is, is like community really changes what the outcome is. And the more that people have community, the more successful they are. Um, exactly. AHEP was the best thing that ever come to Asheville. It was just giving you a safe place to live that changed everything. I mean, I remember everything. the first year I saw you after you were in housing, the weight you put on, you weren't drinking, like you started going to the doctor and getting all these things accomplished. Everything changed. Yeah, everything changed just because you had four, four walls, a roof and a door that locked and a place that was your own. It was your own safety and your own security. And I just remember that day that you came into A-Hope and we're just checking your mail, I think. And I just remember like standing there and, and after you left, a couple of us cried because we were like, this is proof that housing first works. And it was that moment that it was like, this is this is why we do what we do. To see just how much progress you had made and knowing that, you know, seven years later, what you needed was a safe state. Donna's story is a success story. At Homeward Bound, there are many success stories, but there are also still many people who need our help. To learn more about how you can be involved in Homeward Bound's mission of ending homelessness in Western North Carolina, and to lend a hand in transforming a life of fear and impossible health challenges for our most vulnerable neighbors into a life of safety 
and security, visit homewardboundwnc.org. And once again, thank you to our podcast sponsor, Home Trust Bank. Until next time, take care of yourself so that we can keep taking care of each other.